Welcome to Showing Up For You, where the conversations are hard, but need to be had. I'm Sean. And I'm Jasmine. We're using our life experiences to help us outwardly process the next steps. We're excited to have you. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Showing Up For You. I'm Sean. And I'm Jasmine. And we're just we're just happy to be here every week. I do look forward to having these conversations, um, but I'm not going to lie. It's always so fun because it's like a production for us. Yes, because um, <laughs> because we're used to having these conversations by ourselves. And even though, you know, we're in season two, um, it's still like funny having them in front of you guys. So. Thanks for making it. Look at me. I'm like all over the place. Right. Uh, get hurt. Just kidding. I know. It's a, <laughs> uh, and it doesn't help that I'm like, so y'all, I'm heavy breathing all through these episodes. <laughs> and um, anyway, we're just, we're just excited. We're just excited. Yeah. So, but what I'm not excited about oh, is, no. okay, so I told you guys we live in Washington mm-hmm. and Washington has been tricking us. Like we thought that we had some nice weather. Yes. Like the other day was really, really like, it looked hot. Okay. So I have big windows in my house and I love like natural lighting and it looked hot. And I I know to check the weather app, but I kid you not, like, I just was so fooled by how beautiful it looked. Oh yeah. And then like, I walk outside and it was like, like those cartoons where it just starts raining. (laughs) So anybody that lives in Washington knows, like we always have some kind of windbreaker or rain jacket. Nobody uses an umbrella. Nobody. But um, you can, I was you can tell just, who's not from here, though. I know. Have you seen that? Like yes. you're like, oh, right? Like you that's little, cute. You just don't know anything. Oh, right? right? It's cute. It's and, and we understand it, right? Yeah. Because I'm like, if we went to another state and you know it was like normal to have high winds or over 100 degrees, and you know we'd be like, oh, right. y'all, y'all okay? Right. I'm glistening over like here. Washingtonians who go to like. Florida and it's 60 degrees and they're like in shorts and a tank top yeah people down there like I have full long suits on I know what are you doing my dad will call me um I'm from California and my dad will call me and be like oh man you know I woke up and it was 50 degrees and so I had to layer up and I'm like I wish I wish it was 50 degrees here I would I would wear my Birkenstocks and racer bags I was so fooled last weekend too. I put I'm not trust issues. Absolutely, I'm like leave it to Washington just to be like, hey, whatever. But it looks beautiful. The sun is out. Mm -hmm. Lived here majority of my life. You'd think I would know by now. I we get excited. We're human. We're human. We We get excited, and then for me, I have kids, and they're like, but look, and I'm like, let's learn the hard way today, guys. Right. You know, sure, so go I'll outside like in a short keep sleep. Keep it right. I'll keep their windbreakers like in my in my bag, and I'm like, sure, let's let's see. And I've done that, like my, you know, because we we were living in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and my daughter's like, this is different. Why do I have to wear shoes that cover my feet? Like it was it was horrible. That poor girl. She was like, we were living so she, luxurious. Yeah, she she went from literally like not wearing shoes or like wearing like thong sandals or just sandals mm-hmm. to like boots. And she just felt so like trapped and so closed in. Oh, she hated it. I'm so sorry for her. Anyway. Poor girl. Poor girl. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the woes of living in Washington. What is it? Like people out here say you get um, winter pre-spring 
you get winter again, and then you actually get spring. I know. But then, like, okay, summers are per- A fraction of the summers are perfect. Yes. Literally it's, perfect. It's I like those say. few weeks in August. Right? Yes. <sighs> it's like the 5th mm-hmm. to, like, the 23rd. I know. And then it's like, back to school. <laughs> You're like, this is summer. This part feels like summer. Yeah. So, um... Dang, like it sounds like Washington is great though. So. Yeah, we love it. We love it here. We love it here. Hey, it's so wonderful. <laughs> We're not looking forward to sunshine at all. <laughs> so convincing. I know, right? We're we're trying. We just wanted to share our woes of sunshine. So wherever you are in the world, we hope that you're having good weather. I know. Better you than us, I guess. Seriously. So what's today? It oh. poured down rain. Oh, but see, that's why, that's why I stayed in. Like, I stayed in. I was like, you know what? I'm not ready for this, these trust issues today. No. I don't. It was cozy season weather, and we're going to gear up to be cozy today on showing up for you. <laughs> we don't have a choice. <laughs> um, I have been thinking about something recently that has been brought to my attention. Give it to me. And it's fairly new. Okay, give it to me. There is this... New coin term, I think it's probably come within the last three years or so. Okay. Called toxic gratitude. Have you heard of it? No. What is it? Like, who coined or Tell me. Psychologists, people, you mm-hmm. know, in the, like, therapy, mental health realm, like, mm-hmm. you know, people who study that, they've been talking about something called toxic gratitude, and I was like, how is gratitude toxic? I'm like, it's a good thing. Yeah, because it sounds assuming. It sounds like, it, okay. Yeah, if I unpacked that without knowing. Totally. Then I could think negative things. So, today, mm-hmm. I'm excited for us to talk through this and what it means mm-hmm. and all the things. Um, and we're actually going to take the time to unpack this over two episodes. Nice. Because, you know, there's so much that, um, that we can learn. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, over... As we're in season two, we've had the opportunity to engage with so many people, which has been like super amazing. And we're so grateful. Like we're grateful for everybody who gives us feedback, you know, who starts conversations with us, you know, whether it's commenting on a post, sending us a personal DM. Mm-hmm. Um, even I know I've had so many friends be like, I've shared this episode with people and we're talking about it. And I love Conversation that. starters, right? Yes. Like I do. I do enjoy hearing that. Yeah. So that's just been super incredible. And, um, you know, I know that. With this episode, I'm really looking forward to what our conversation is going to come mm. about it and how we unpack it. Okay, so then you're gonna you're gonna have to walk me through this. So, what? Tell me about toxic gratitude. So, I'm gonna give examples because that's how I feel like I best learned kind okay. of like what are having understanding. So, some examples of what toxic gratitude could look like is believing that you don't have the right to feel how you feel because others have it worse. Um, and in quote, why can't you just be happy for all that you have? You, oh my God. Right. You should feel lucky that you've survived blank okay. because it could have been so much worse and you should feel grateful for the life, um, for your life. Others don't have it like you. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So then, yeah, I think, I think. I think I know mm-hmm. I have experienced that and go back to your first one. First one, believing you don't have the right to feel how you feel because others have it worse. Oh my God. 
Okay, so that's applicable in like so many areas of my life. Mm -hmm. Like it's not even funny. Like, it, are you ask? Are you saying that like we're we're not like celebrating ourselves in a situation because we don't think that we deserve it, or we think that, um, or we're not celebrating the small wins because like somebody else could be doing worse, like almost like humbling our, our appreciate. I don't know. Yeah. Is that So that's something that came across my mind is like, um, almost like a false humility Ooh. involved. Well, that's not fair because like, what if I did, what if I earned it? Like, what if I like, I don't know, like what if I worked for it and I want to like, I want to celebrate however I want to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And you're saying that the toxic gratitude is when we are either told or like, it's, I guess well, it sounds like a learned behavior. Mm -hmm. We feel like, like simmer down, like don't, like don't make it too big. Okay, don't make it too big. And this, and you're saying this all relates to comparing to somebody else or comparing to. I think what I've taken away from toxic gratitude is it is a big comparison to what other people's lives could look like. Mm. Well, then in that case, it's, it can go, it can go two different ways because it could be like, oh my God, I got the job and, that I've always wanted. And now I'm going to like blast it all over social network and I'm going to gloat about it. And then I feel like maybe I should chill out because that sounds like bragging. Mm -hmm. It could be that. Yes. Or it could be like, man, like I didn't get the job I wanted, but I did get a job and I just don't feel satisfied in this job. But then feeling like. Well, there's somebody that doesn't have a job, so you should be grateful you have a job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you need to be happier about this mediocre job. Right. Rather than, like, having the right to feel unaccomplished because I know I worked hard for this other job. Other position. Right. Right. And I think that that's the thing. That's the thing that honestly, like, stumped me so much. Like, again, I'm still learning so much about this and trying to unpack it. But, you know, when I first heard it it's like that piece of it that I'm not allowed to feel like negative emotions because it's like when you take gratitude mm -hmm. it's happy it's supposed to be this big like beautiful wrapped in a bow mm -hmm. you know something that looks great but I'm not allowed to feel disappointment you know as some could say because that's people see that as a negative emotion or I'm not allowed, mm. you know, to feel just like anything else. Like I have to be like the overly positive, like like you said. But at least I have a job. Mm. At least I can pay my bills. You know, at least I can do these things. But that then diminishes my dissatisfaction or my drive when... to work for the job that I really wanted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I um okay, so that that is something that I think I struggle with, and I didn't have. I guess I I never called it anything, but like I when I got married. I um was, I would say I was at the top of my game. <laughs> Prime at her prime. And my, you know, and my husband is amazing. Like he supported it, but there were just things that were out of our control because um he was in the military. Hmm. And so the first year of our marriage was me having to say no to a lot of big opportunities. And oh my God, it hurt. <laughs> It hurt very badly, but I was like, there were things that I couldn't control about, you know, the military. And it wasn't like my husband was like, no, don't do the thing. He was like, this is what we signed up for. And I'm very sorry, but this, 
we can't do this thing yeah. because I have to, we have to do this thing. And so I remember confiding in people, just plural, hmm. and feeling like I really want to do my thing. I really want to, I didn't go, I didn't get my degree for nothing. I didn't go through internships and understudies and all these experience yeah. and these jobs for nothing. And so um, then later on, I have kids, right? And even during this like pandemonium, right? Uh, <laughs> it, you know, a lot of, a lot of mamas and a lot of dads mm-hmm. will say, will, will tell you like you're for, you're forced to be a homeschool teacher. Like for a minute, we all had to put that on our resume. I need to update my resume. Actually. Yes, you do. But like, we all had to put that on our Too resume. Great. I'm telling you. <laughs> so it was like, I, but I remember this season of, this is not what I want. Mm. I love my children. Mm-hmm. And if you know me, I will find a way to be the best at whatever it is. If you yeah. give me a task, I will hone in on it and I will perfect it. Yeah. And that's because I truly believe in like, as a family, we have to get the thing done. Mm-hmm. But inside I was just miserable. And I didn't, like, it's not my kid's fault. It's not my husband's fault. It's nobody's fault. It's just that this is the role I have to play. Yeah. And I remember just having this feeling of, well, you get to, a lot of people are struggling right now. Mm-hmm. You get to stay home with your kids. Like your husband is providing and supplying enough for you to stay home and not have to work. Mm-hmm. And it was like this, I should feel rewarded. Like I should feel mm-hmm. proud and happy that I get to quote unquote stay home be this the the teacher and not have any responsibilities outside the household mm-hmm. when that's beautiful for someone that wants that yeah i don't have any ill feelings towards women that want that yeah that is an amazing thing when you can absolutely right but there's a lot of us that don't want that there's a lot of us that don't desire to be stay at home moms yeah that doesn't mean that we don't want to be active in our children's lives or that we don't want to, you know, show up at the games and be present and help for homework. It just means that we still find ourselves and identity in careers that we've worked on, right? Mm-hmm. Or other things. And so I just remember that that was that was like the the cloud over my head. Like you you get to because there's so many people that are you know, yeah. going through all these transitions during this time mm-hmm. who can't afford to just one parent stay home and just fine, you know. Right. And yeah, we're super blessed. Like we didn't um, struggle or have to go through any major like transitions. But like that doesn't mean that that's what I wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that I didn't, I guess I didn't know what to call it, but like that was a thing for me and it made me like hush up about what I wanted to do until we like started this podcast, right? Yeah. Like it made me just go, okay, well, I'm not going to complain. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to like, you know, share with other moms how, how, you know, how hard I have it. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what I mean? Like that just, Mm -hmm. you sound, you sound silly, Sean. You sound... You know, and those are the things that we tell ourselves and we mm-hmm. convince ourselves. It's like, you're doing too much. You're doing the most. You know, it could be worse. Like, all of these things. Yep. You know, um, but I do like, I, I want to ask like where, like, you know, we talked about learned behavior. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, where have you seen that? Like, have you figured out where that stemmed from? Yeah, as I as I struggle with this. Oh my god. Hi. Okay. So learn behavior. <laughs> learn behavior. I'm laughing because I am, um, I almost just knocked down my husband's PlayStation and I wasn't about <laughs> I'm to say sweating. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating, you guys, because <laughs> how would I explain that? I, um, floating. On. I almost, right. Like I just I almost knocked it down and, um, but she didn't, but I didn't. So everything's okay, babe. Please don't, <laughs> um, learn behavior. Okay. Learn behavior. I do. Okay. So I think that as a kid, you know, um, it's probably not everybody, but like, um, I do remember a feeling of at least you get to, Hmm. um, or it could be worse, you know, um, when it came to like relationships, when it came to like performance, when it came to, um, excuse me, like grades that I got, you know, where it's like, Hey, I, I wanted an A. I thought I deserved an A. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I got a B or a C. And, you know, um, well, you know, at least you passed. You know, instead of, like, let's work hard next time and let's make sure. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a mentality that I just was around. Yeah. And so when I, I do think it's learned behavior. I think that it comes in different forms. Um, I remember relationship-wise just, like, seeing that there were tolerances that women mm. should put up with. You know what I mean? Because it could be worse. And I remember seeing that in my in my bubble. Yeah. Like, you know, as if like there's there's only one thing that can break a marriage. Mm. Which I'm just like, oh no, no, no. You know. I'm not even uh, married and I'm like <laughs> like, you know, there are things that I say I say even now, like the things that people think are like the end all be all of a marriage, like that's not the worst that can happen in a marriage. You've legit told me. Yeah, like, I've, I've yeah. you know, I mean, that's not the worst thing. Yeah. Like, trust me, you know, so, but like growing up, it's like, there's certain things that I watched happen or I was taught, you know, intentionally or unintentionally Yeah, where it could be worse. At least he didn't, mm-hmm. at least they didn't, or, you know, at least they stayed, at least they came home. Like it was just so many things that I was just like. Well, what do what what are we building boundaries around? Yeah, you know. So then I get older, and I'm like, now I have more tolerance than boundaries. Mm, mm-hmm. Like I have more tolerance than like restrictions. Right. And that's weird. Yeah. Because how am I guarding myself? Um, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. that's just me. Um, I mean, we could pick at culture, just our cultural upbringing. Yeah. Um, but I'm like I said, I can only speak for myself. Um. And I mean, we talked about this like two episodes ago, our last episode about learned behaviors, because we have to unpack that as adults, because I can't bring that into my marriage. I can't take it to my kids. You know what I mean? If I led with that mentality while um, teaching them, you know, about correction, Mm. imagine, you know, what they would think, you know? And so I don't know. Um, 
I don't know. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. I have more questions. Uh-oh. I have more questions. Do you think, you know, this idea of toxic gratitude, do you think that it has a direct linkage and connection to um, settling or um, have like letting the bare minimum be enough? Yeah. Yeah, because you honestly, you honestly think that, that, you're wrong for wanting more or you're wrong for pushing the envelope, Mm. you know, because I think settling is a good, is an accurate word because, um, if good enough was good enough, like why would we do more? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. If good enough is good enough, then why would we ever require more, Mm. um, in a job? If I knew that all I had to do was make the copies, make the announcements, and take the notes, then that's good enough. Yeah. Then I'm settling with what what I know like will get me by in my job. Yeah. And even though I'm gonna keep the job and the job is fine, I'm never like never gonna go anywhere there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm never gonna push for more. I'm never gonna, you know? Yeah. Um and so yeah, I don't know. It is it is a settling thing. Like I mean, like, like I said, I, I guess for me it's multifaceted. It's relationships. It's my work. It's um, I mean, we know even with this podcast, like each time we get together, we're like, we want more. Yeah. We want better reach. We want so we're trying these new things. Mm-hmm. We're um, looking at new photographers. We are looking at different advertising tools. Yeah. We are looking at different platforms, and because it's not good enough, mm-hmm. but. That doesn't mean that there aren't people or even like our own insecurities in our ear. That's like, I mean, but we were doing fine with audio yeah. and we were doing great on Spotify and um, Apple podcasts. Like we didn't need to go to YouTube, right. but you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, we would, we could settle and be doing fine mm-hmm. and still be surviving podcast world. But then what? I mean, for, Right. It's just like we're at a dead end at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What do you think? I think that, you know, toxic gratitude, as I think about the idea of it, it's definitely settling and leads to a dead end and Mm -hmm. leads you, again, like like I'm looking up because I'm still wrestling with it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what does it all mean? Um, But it leaves you not like hungry Mm -hmm. for more. Right. And just leaves you being, like you said, like enough is enough. And that's, I think the concept of, for me personally, that's, I cannot, I cannot sit with that. I cannot sit with being like so satisfied with just like mm-hmm. something that's enough, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it stumps me. It, this, mm-hmm. this idea really stumps me. Because I'm trying to realize, I'm like, where it, again, it, it's multifaceted. It shows up, like, in different, you know, spaces. And it's and then it makes me wonder, like, is it okay for me to settle in certain spaces or not? I don't know. Well, then I guess it's up to you because, like, a lot of this is, like, our internal thinking because of learned behavior. And a lot of this can be, like, people around you that either have not accomplished or maybe don't want to accomplish further. Mm. And they are like, why aren't you happy with what is happening? Or kind of like what you said, like, why aren't you satisfied? You know, and satisfaction isn't always like the goal. 
satisfaction isn't the goal. You know what I mean? Like you kind of said, like, I can't see myself being satisfied with it. Well, the thing is you can be satisfied with it, but that doesn't mean that satisfaction is the goal. Yeah. You know? Um, That's good. Wow. I might, I might be butchering it, but um, y'all gonna get this butcher for, butchered for you. <laughs> it, there's this like guy that was like, practice makes perfect. And everybody was like, yeah. And he was like, no, debunk that. Um, practice makes progress or something like that. Mm. And so he was like, you're always gonna want better for your best, like better, uh, you know, better than your best. Yeah. And it, it does make me think like, if we really feel like, okay, I want to learn how to knit. I don't know, you know, and now I've learned how to knit. What else? I'm satisfied. It's perfect. But where's the progress? Okay, now I need to learn how to crochet. Mm. And now I want to learn how to, you know, I don't know, do all the things that are um, to, you know, I don't know much about all that. the home, all the homey, right? <laughs> now I want to make all my kids clothes. You know what I mean? You so like, I don't know. Yeah. But like, I think that that's that's a better mentality to have rather than like, hey, I'm gonna strive for perfect or I'm gonna strive for satisfaction and then I'm gonna stop there and that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, why, you know, mm-hmm. why, you know? But you know, you kind of get in this like, you better, you know, you you should, uh, you're you're so lucky. You should feel lucky. You should feel grateful. You should feel, you know, um, you know, you the should, should be statements. Right. And then I look at like me and my husband were talking about this actually not too long ago. Like we're in a season that we don't see a lot of growth around us. And that doesn't mean that people aren't growing. They're just not growing the way we want to grow. And that that's difficult because yeah. we love our family. We love our people, but like, we're we're not speaking the same language right now. We we're not speaking about the same things. Mm -hmm. And so no fault to you, no fault to us, but you are satisfied with your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We're not. And although like we might have some similar things, like you're satisfied and we want more. So you're like, I'm good for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And we're like, that can't be it for us. Yeah. And so me and my husband come home, you know, from certain engagements or interactions. And we're like, this can't be it. Hmm. Like, it can't stop here. Um, but it's it, it it's also a struggle because you're like, but we should be so happy. You know, we are financially, like, doing amazing, mm-hmm. better than we would ever think. Yeah. Um, beautiful home. Our kids are doing things that we would never imagine mm-hmm. we do in our childhood. Um, spiritually, physically, everything is just like, what What else? You know what I mean? Right, right. But that's not enough. Mm-hmm. And it's not a matter of greed. And it's not a matter of gloating. It's a matter of, I have so much more to give this world. Yeah. And I have so much more to leave my children. So we're we're struggling with that fight of but you have everything you need right here. Why 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 mess it up? Why yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're also realistic that every transition takes a transition. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. You know, if you said, Hey, like, I love the car that I have, but I want another car. And what that's gonna take is maybe you saying then I'm going to have a season of building up my money and 
trading this in and maybe that means that I'll sacrifice this other thing that I really like doing right. and it might be a quote unquote struggle, but I want my other car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And, and we all know that, but like, it's so, it's, it's, it's easy to get, to be defeated by that internal thought of like, you should be fine. Just mm-hmm. settle right here. Just yeah, get comfortable. Like, yeah, it's good. But the thing is, is like, I think sometimes with this idea alone, mm-hmm. We're not diminishing the, our gratitude towards that. No. You know? And I think I think that is, that's where the gray space, you yeah. know, creates for mm-hmm. people where it's like, oh, because you're not, it's like, because I'm not constantly acknowledging it means I'm not grateful for it. Or because you don't think I'm happy here, you know? Right. But like, I appreciate a stepping stone. I think we all have appreciated like yes. that season of, you know, you ever say like, I'm, I'm glad I went through the bad relationship so I can appreciate the good one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. Stuff like that. Like I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that I struggled through this so that I could appreciate this. Yeah. It doesn't like like you said, it doesn't take away from my appreciation for the now mm-hmm. or for this season. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with me wanting more mm-hmm. and not being penalized for being greedy. Right. And I think there's so much that's like just in the in the age that we live in, it's like we have to overly communicate what we're grateful for, who we'll great who we're grateful for, what we're grateful mm-hmm. for, and it's like at the end of the day, you don't even you weren't even there to see how I had to get to the point of to mm-hmm. be grateful for this. So mm-hmm. why is it that I need to go and broadcast it to you? Right. You know, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And I was reading, it just makes me mad. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, but as I was reading. About just gratitude in general. So I was uh-huh. like, okay, let's take the toxicity out of it. Let's talk about gratitude a little bit. And um, there was a therapist. Um, I was reading one of her articles, and I forget her name, but she had said something that was I found interesting, that gratitude is something that's, like, self-induced, unlike mm-hmm. other emotions. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And essentially she was saying she was, like, happiness or experiencing, like, happiness or joy, that's an experience. Mm-hmm. I can't be like, Sean – be happy right now. Mm-hmm. Be like, what are you? That's weird. Mm-hmm. But if I were to be like, Sean, can you tell me about something that you're grateful for? Mm-hmm. It's a self-induced thing. You can sit and you can actually like think about it. And will the happy emotion come too? Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, but I thought that was something that was super interesting because I was like, I didn't think about gratitude as something like that. I could sit and like self-induce at any moment mm-hmm. of my life. But <clears throat> then she also talked about like, the toxic part of it, she was, like, saying that there's, like, this toxic positivity that's self-induced as well. And that's the, like, what we kind of had said earlier. But I have a job, and I'm so grateful, and my life is good, mm. and I'm self-inducing and convincing myself that it's all great. But that's just not what it is. It At face value, it looks really pretty. Mm-hmm. It looks really nice. But then that takes away from genuine gratitude for you to be able to actually experience what genuine gratitude yeah. looks like. And I found – I was so just, like, mind blown by that. Mm. Dang, that's hard. Because I could I could see how one overpowers the other. And and that's something I, I've definitely experienced. I, I, almost, I almost wonder, like, like, how do we know then – because you speak of like genuine gratitude, then like, how do we know the difference? How do we know that we're psyching ourselves out? Mm. Or how do we know that like, no, I really am happy here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if you thought about it right now, is there a time that you were just like, 
I'm happy to be here and I'm enjoying myself. But then later you were like, was it because I didn't want to be in the other place? You know, or was it because I come from a place that didn't have this? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people tolerate relationships because they don't want to be lonely. Yeah. A lot of people tolerate jobs because they think that that bad job is the only opposition to being broke and jobless or unemployed. Yeah. A lot of people um, tolerate, um, I would say, time with their family um, that might be toxic or might need to be like boundary controlled. Mm -hmm. A lot of people tolerate that because they're like, well, I'd rather this than to not have family. Right. So are we like, how do we know we're enjoying it rather than like, I'd rather this than be by myself or I'd rather this than. (laughs) Right. I think there's (laughs) at least I have a relationship with, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm, what do you, mm -hmm. I think there's like a, a level of Mm self-awareness, you know, to have, but I, at least like for me personally, I've had to somebody like snatch me out of my body mm-hmm. and be like, "Are you actually good here?" Because yeah. I I'm a person who who convinces myself. Mm-hmm. That's a part of it. I'm like I do convince myself. I'm like, yeah, it is mm-hmm. good. Like when the pandemic happened, I moved in with my parents, and I was like, oh, I'm just, but I'm so blessed. Yeah. But I'm so blessed, and it could be worse. <laughs> and all the, just like all the drama, you're just like, shut up. You're like, <laughs> you know, take, but take myself out. <laughs> right. It, <laughs> I literally look back, I'm like, you sound like an idiot. Like, you were fine. Crazy, crazy. Um, But it was, I had a moment like that, that I was like, could be worse, you know, could be all the mm-hmm. things. Didn't mean I wasn't appreciative, mm-hmm. because I was. And there were moments that I was like, I am grateful mm-hmm. that I get to have this. But I wanted more for myself. Mm-hmm. And that was okay. But I convinced myself that it wasn't okay. Mm. And that'll mess you up. I think that messes with our, like... That messes with us personally because I remember, um, we, like I said, we talked about this in learned behaviors. Like I remember like my relationship with food, how, you know, I was told as a kid, like you better finish your food because there are, there are people that don't have dinner that don't, you know, they're starving. And so because of my, like this guilt, like because of like this idea that, um, sorry, because of this idea that like. I need to be grateful for whatever this food is because mm-hmm. somebody cannot, like somebody else is not eating at all. Mm-hmm. No matter if I was enjoying the food, if I was really full, or if like now I'm considered gorging. Yeah. Um, I need to convince myself like you need to finish this because somebody else could be starving right now, or somebody mm-hmm. else is starving right now. Mm-hmm. And so, there was a there was a long part of my life where I did not reject food. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there, even now as an adult, I struggle with that because I'm like, when people offer me help, I'm like, I don't, I don't need it. Cause now I'm like, I don't want to waste, waste resources. Right. But I feel guilty. You know what I mean? Like I'll accept it out of guilt or something. Right. And, um, I'll struggle with my, like I'll struggle internally because I'm like saying yes isn't beneficial. I'm wasting resources. You should give that to somebody else or you mm-hmm. should do that for somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't need it. You yeah. know what I mean? But I just remember a time where, because in the back of my mind, there are people and I, you know, that, that don't have it. I should appreciate it and take it all in. Yeah. And that messes with you. Yeah. It really does. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're convincing yourself that you're doing this good deed by, you know, I'm showing appreciation. Mm-hmm. No, you're wasting resources, actually. Yeah. 
you know? And then you start blurring the lines and then can mm-hmm. potentially get to a point where you don't know what genuine gratitude yeah. looks like. Right. Um, I was thinking about, like, when you get a gift from someone mm. and you're like, thank you so much, but you have this, like, guilt that you have to give them something in return. Does <laughs> that happen to you? It, it, it has. It has. But is then, like, I... is that toxic gratitude? I don't know. Okay. I don't know because that's like, I think that's just a weird thing we were taught because that's also, and we could be like going off track here. That's also kind of like, you never want anybody to feel that way because that's pressure. That's unnecessary pressure. You know what I mean? Like I might have the means, the financial means to like gift you with something. Yeah. And right now you're budgeting and you are like, I'm not budgeting for no random gift. Like it's not your birthday. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if I say like, Hey, let me give you this thing. And you now have this like mentality of like, okay, what am I going to give her back? You're creating this unnecessary pressure for yourself because honestly, anybody that just randomly gives a gift or, or anybody that does give a gift should not give it with with intention of reciprocation yeah that's just not how it should work Mm -hmm. so in that case i don't i i think that that's us like putting unnecessary pressure on ourselves Mm -hmm. like why why you know i i can show appreciation without breaking the bank or like doing something that's out of my financially successful plan you know what i mean and you could have all the money in the world but if i know i'm not i don't have any room to give out random gifts i'm not I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm just like, I had to learn the hard way. No, I'm not doing it. No. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Because I can still be grateful for you. Yeah. I can still love on you. And there's other ways of showing mm-hmm. your gratitude without, you know, this, this guilt piece, you know, mm-hmm. that's involved with it. Because, yeah, when I thought about that, I was like, shoot. I'm like, I've right. been that person. I've been like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I have to return this to you. Or like, yeah. I have to return I could see, I could see you. how you're tying it in. Yeah. Because I have like, so I have a, um, I have a friend, someone I consider a sister who is very, we're just two different people. And we just, we, she teaches me so much. And apparently I teach her too. We're very different with our kids. Like she's very fine providing all of the material and, and doing the things for the children and watching from a distance. I'm the one that'll like, I'm taking the kids on a hike. Yeah. All five of them under five years old. And she's like, I would never like, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm the one that'll be like, I want to take the kids on a bike ride along, you know, and I'm I'm doing all the active things and I want to be present. Mm -hmm. And I I have this new arts and craft thing. I want to bake this new thing with the kids. And she's like, yeah, that sounds exhausting to me. Yeah. What I can do is financially prepare all that stuff from you for you, and I can sit back and take pictures. Yeah, you can be the present parent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> and you there. can you can like sit with them and do the measuring cups and do the, and that's something I enjoy, right? Yeah. So what I what I struggled with the be- at the beginning of our, our relationship was that like, oh my god, like I have to chip in some way mm-hmm. because she's like. I don't care how much it costs. I will pay for it all because you are, yeah. you want the fun with them. You know, it was like both of our kids, our, um, our kids combined, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And um, I felt so guilty because I was like, what do I contribute? Mm-hmm. And she had to sit me down one day and she's like, your contribution 
is the fact that you are just so present. You're so creative. You're so attentive. I don't have that. Yeah. And she was just honest about it. She's like, I don't, I'm exhausted. I don't want to do this. This isn't, this doesn't interest me. Yeah. What I can do is financially get, I could go get the groceries for the, for the recipe you got. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, you know what I mean? I could pack the lunches Mm -hmm. for when you take them on the hike. Right. She said, you know, she's like, I'll even trail behind y'all and you could just, you know, but it was just having to understand that, that I was creating that guilt, that, that like, that, 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 um, toxic gratitude, like now I have to do something, you know what I mean? And so Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I think it happens to the best of us, you know what I mean? And so we did have to have a moment where I was like. Mm Wow, like I have to understand my place in this. Yeah. Therefore, and once I do that, I'm no longer beating myself up about what I could be doing because she's doing this, how mm-hmm. I could be reciprocating, how I could be, you know, providing more. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you realize what your, uh, I don't even think that this is a phrase, but like your currency of contribution. Yeah. Yeah. Was. Yeah. Like, I think that that's really cool. And it works so well because I'm not. Like, I don't, I don't want to just, you know, I don't want to be in the background. I want to be with the kids doing it. Right. And, and it doesn't mean she doesn't want to be with the kids. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I don't want to, you know, provide for everything. Mm -hmm. We just, us doing it together makes this great experience. And it's like, it's great. Yeah. And the kids both remember us being present and being in it. And nobody's left out. Right. You know what I mean? But like you said, it's like that awareness of Mm -hmm. that currency of your contribution. Yeah. Now relating that to toxic gratitude, there are times, like I said, that we can fight ourselves and say, man, like, I don't, like, I, I, I don't have it. I don't, like, I can't give anything here. Like, we're not, we're almost not counting our gift as credibility. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we're almost like, not giving we're just not giving ourselves credit are you saying gift as in like the individual like no like i mean just just as in what we contribute yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because when you think about gratitude and you're thinking about you know we talked about the idea that um i you know at least it could be worse or like don't overdo it right um when it comes to us contributing in different situations Mm -hmm. um I think that we kind of beat ourselves up and don't like we're more focused on the negative rather than the positive of like what we can do and what we can contribute. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And instead of us like holding value to like what we can bring to the table, we're like, this isn't enough. Yeah. Like I can't be, I can't, there's no way I'm enough in this position. Mm That makes sense. Yeah, and that's it's just sad. Like you know, now sitting here and thinking about it, I'm like, how many times have we put ourselves in those situations, time and time and time again? You know, from mm. even like I, at least for me personally, I'm like, I actually think I see it more in adulthood than ever. Well, yeah, because you're like, by the time you're an adult, it plays out like you're more responsible for things. Absolutely. <laughs> so like everything that you've learned. Right. You're like, it's now like you got exposed. money behind it. Right. Now you got, you're in charge you of your take time. Care. Yeah, you got to take care of kids right. and humans. You got to take care of your, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I know. I love them. I know. Yeah, I love them so much. Um, but yeah, the responsibilities that you have is so much more and you, you realize what you have to give. 
mm-hmm. what you have to contribute. Um, even like your awareness of what you're grateful for is so much more prominent and at the forefront, mm-hmm. you know? So it's much easier when you, when you have, you know, open eyes or whatever, mm-hmm. and you have awareness of things, all of it comes positive mm-hmm. and negative. And it's just like, it's a battle between like, which one do you see first? Which one do you cling to first? You know, back to the question of like, how do you know if it's toxic gratitude or genuine gratitude? I don't know if there's an answer. I don't think that there's an outright answer, you know, but. I think it's something we're working on finding out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, that's like one of those open-ended things because this, this topic actually like is challenging for me. Um, And I feel like it's everywhere. Like, I feel like it's messy. Like, I struggle with it because I don't know where I'm doing it. And I don't know if I've overcome it. And I don't know what what I'm exposing about it. Like, I don't know where it's, seek, it's seeping out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking about it and, you know, it's a new thing you brought up. But, like, I can honestly say, like, this is something I still struggle with. And I don't, like, I'm I'm unclear even sometimes about where it goes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's almost like it's this puzzle piece and I'm like, Putting it, like, seeing if it fits in different, like, how is it applicable, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that, I think that's that's a lot of things with us. But this, like, I guess, like, I feel like everything else I have figured out. Boundaries. Yeah. Right? Like, Respect and knowing, mm-hmm. you know, knowing when to say what, communication. Yeah. Relationship. I, I feel like I have all those other things, like, I have an idea of it. But, like, toxic gratitude is one that I'm struggling with. Mm-hmm. And it's confusing. Yeah. It really is. At this moment, right now, I'm in my mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Literally, I'm like nothing makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like for me, nothing makes sense. Yeah, and I'm just like trying to figure it out. And like with this idea, there's you know, like you said, puzzle pieces are like bits and things that I'm like, mm-hmm. this makes sense here, but I thought it would make sense here, but it makes no sense here whatsoever. Right. You know, so it's like I'm going back and forth or like. I can share things I'm grateful for, like, with you, mm-hmm. but I won't share with other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, am I being toxic in them? Like, right. what, like, what is happening and what's going on? Right. So that's and my grapple. <laughs> I don't know. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's just like, and this is just real, you guys, like, we, I don't know. I think this is something that I'm just like, gonna have to like forever be working on mm-hmm. because I can see it having on a day-to-day basis where like, I want the house cleaned, you know, like right now I'm going through this nesting stage and I want it, I want it done perfectly. Um, but like my husband is like the military cleaner. He is like, if you tell him to clean something, it's going to get cleaned perfectly. He's like the fault. Fo- he's like the follow. I will follow all the directions. Right. Whereas I'm the type that I'll do the cleaning and then I'll do extra stuff around it because I've, I, my train of thought is everything else. He will target the one thing yeah. and be like, this is it. Whereas like, I'll be like, oh, I'm cleaning the living room. But then the living room is connected to the hallway and the bathroom and all that. So I'll, I'll do, I'll, I'll find myself in different rooms, rooms completing it. Right. Right. And so then I get this, like, he'll do, he'll do one thing or the, whatever I need him to do. Cause he's super helpful. But I'll say, like, it wasn't done the way I needed it to be done. And I'll say, like, but, like, he he did it. Yeah. And that's something that I'm fine with being, like, this, like, that gratitude. Like, yeah. 
but it got done. Yeah. It might not happen the way it I thought it would, mm-hmm. but it got done. Yes. You know, I'm I'm about to have a you know, my third kid and God forbid, you know, the healing process looks different this time and I'm like down for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to be very okay with him cooking differently or doing certain things with the kids that I might not do. Right. That's one of those times where I'm like, at least it got done. Yeah. And that's not something I feel bad about. That's not something that's toxic. That's not something I don't, I wouldn't show gratitude about. And so I look at that, like, is that a, you know, that's, that's where this gets confusing. That's where this kind of is like, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna, what is it? You know, bite the hand that feeds me. Like if he's, I got a dude that cooks and cleans like nobody's business. I'm, I love that. (laughs) A man gets the job done. So I'm not, you know, if it doesn't happen the perfect way that I want it, is it livable? You know what I mean? Like, did you sanitize? You know what I mean? Like, that's enough. So I don't know. Like I said, this topic is, it's, it's something that I think I need more clarity on. Like I, I'm struggling with. Definitely. I know that I'm like, I need to go into a deep dive, a deep dive Mm -hmm. with it because there it's, I've even like, you know, played with the thought of, um, is it a seasonal? Can it be a seasonal thing? Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, like you said, boundaries. Like, no, boundaries is not seasonal. We're, that needs to be. No, set those things up and keep them. Right. Make that happen. How you communicate, that's not a seasonal mm-hmm. thing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. things change, context change, but, you right. know, stay true to that. But, yeah, with toxic gratitude, I'm like, okay, is it, you know, like you said, I see it's different. My needs are different. What I'm you know, grateful for is different in different seasons. And I think mm-hmm. that that might be applicable, but I don't know, Right. you know, at the same time, this one's, yeah, same for me. Like I, I struggle with it and I don't, I don't fully understand it. I do think that it's really interesting because where just to give a little more context of like how it got brought about for me is that, um, I was reading an article and it was old. I think it was from 2020. Uh-huh. And so it's something that came out of the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, I should be grateful that I'm not sick. I should be grateful that, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. I should be grateful for where I'm at because of mm-hmm. what's going on in the world and all of this. But yet it diminished other things. It diminished, you know, um, I was reading specifically the Women's Health magazine. And so it was just focused on women. But it was like, we're diminishing that we shouldn't be able to take space in whatever our space is mm. diminishing that we can't, um, you know, influence spaces or it's diminishing that I'm just frustrated with where I'm at. Yeah. I'm happy a roof is over my head, but I don't want to be mm-hmm. here. So, and it's okay. It's okay for you to have those feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could, I could see that. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's, that was really big that I took out of it. Or I'm even just like continuing to take out of it. Cause in that, um, that same therapist that I had mentioned earlier, she had said, like, just because you're trying to avoid that negative emotion that this is trying to tell you that you don't need to be involved in, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that it's it goes away. Right. It just sits there mm-hmm. and it festers and it creates, you know, something that's will eventually boil over. And then what are you going to do? You're definitely not going to be grateful when that happens. No, not at all. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Because, yeah, you're right. If you don't address it, like, it'll kind of blow up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, this, uh, that is, that is true. It, it's, like I said, it, it's, this is something I'm just going to have to sit with a little longer because, um, 
sometimes I'm I I'm okay with the toxic gratitude. <laughs> I don't know, you know what I mean? Like because I feel like even if at the end of it all, you know, is it toxic gratitude or is it just accepting somebody's progress? Mm-hmm. You know, or accepting your progress. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Oh, I was really training for this marathon and I didn't get get the time that I wanted to, but at least I finished it. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Um, at least I tried, you know, um, I don't know. I think about that kind of thing. Like, so I don't know. It's, it's so, it's, it's so you stumped me on this one. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how you thought this episode was going to (laughs) go. I don't either. Honestly, I'm glad yes. that uh, I brought the stump to you, you in person yes. and I sat in my car alone stump. You just confused the heck out of me on this entire episode. So there, there you have it. Thank okay, you. listeners, uh, I don't know. I don't stump her often, but when I do. It's just <laughs> it's the one out of a million. Look at Literally, you. I'm like, I gotta get her one. Um, oh but I think what I'm excited for that, you know, we're going to do a part two about this and we're about to really sit down and yeah, now I have to like, it's like surprise attack. And then you're going to give me time to like, right. Sit with it, figure it out, make your timeline. Okay. Cause I'm like, that's let's hope I'm a better person by the time we go through part two of this. Um, but then that's, you know, well that, then that's a great thing, you know, um, that it's a part two because you guys, I want to know what you guys think. And, um, it is such a vague, like, like, how is that applicable to you all? Like, is that something that you guys go through? Um, what does toxic gratitude look for you guys, look like for y'all? And, um, let us know, you know, because now I guess like I'm wanting to dig deeper and find out, is this something that I'm really struggling with? Is it something that I'm aware of? And then how am I handling it or how, what's going to be better for me? You know what I mean? And, um, like I, I would love to just take the time to sit with myself on this. Um, but you guys, we want to hear from you, you know, and, and we'll be sure to check in with you guys during the week. What do you, what do you think that toxic gratitude looks like in your life? Mm -hmm. How are you handling it? And I don't know if you kind of agree with me. Like, is it such a bad thing sometimes? Is it, is it so bad that we need to fix it and get rid of it or, you know, debunk it all together Mm -hmm. because there's times that it works. It provides grace. It provides, um, acceptance of progress or, you know, motivation to do better. So, yeah, you know, um, let us know. Yeah. We want to hear from you. This has been fun, Mm -hmm. um, interesting, challenging, yeah, this is probably one of the more challenging thoughts that I've I know. Had like, I don't because I even don't do this like, again. <laughs> right, it's one of those like, oh, you finally put words to something, and then you're like, I don't know if I wanted the words to that question. Right, and then it's so. like we get on here and we unpack it, and I'm like, this was a bad idea. Because right. after the <laughs> this fact, this is nerve-wracking. Right? We we I mean we're glad that you guys have so much patience for it, but this is nerve-wracking. Yeah, but you know, just food for thought. So, um, so yeah. I guess until next week, see you guys. Uh, see you guys. <laughs> Bye.